Hey, welcome back, you guys. It's our privilege to see you again and to enter into these dialogues with Dr. Gabriel Cousins and myself, Richard Sachs. And Dr. Cousins is the most inspiring dancing doctor that I've ever encountered. And the only one I know that dances and meditates before your appointment starts. So we're going to get right into the some of the insanity and some of the good signs that are happening right now in the outside world and how some things are being exposed that have been attempted to be hidden up to now and it's getting to be impossible and things are accelerating in all directions at once. So let's see what we can draw as conclusions and welcome Dr. Cousins. It's really great to be with you again. Thanks for being here. Okay, Richard, thank you. And it is great being with you and also Doug who's behind the scenes. So thank you both. And thank you to everyone who has chosen to tune in uh, to what we have to share and, and to say and hopefully to spread that understanding. Um, today we're going to talk a little bit about how suddenly the information is, 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 is that we've been getting, people are beginning to say, the people giving the bad information, the wrong, are beginning to change their story. So I think that's really interesting. Uh and it, it bodes it bodes well in a certain way. So first, we're going to start with a little dance, and I'm going to share again this name of God because that's part of the story here. And it's Yod on the in breath. Let me see if I can get. Over. Let me try it this way. Yod on the in breath. Hey on the out breath. Wa on the in breath. Hey on the out breath. Yod from the base up to the heart, hey out to the heart. Wa from the base to the third eye, hey out to the heart. And you just keep repeating that until your mind's quiet. Now, anyway, you can use any mantra you want, or you don't even need to use a mantra. You're just you're going into meditation. And we'll do a few minutes of meditation. Also, we do what's called Shaktipat or Hanihal, the transmission of the spiritual energy to help with that process. So first we start with the dance of spiritual joy, which is key to, you know, deeper spiritual awareness, key to, to tuning into the fire of God in your own life and the fire of God on the altar of your own heart. So let's fire up. Okay.
Okay. Okay, so now we go into meditation, just focus on my eyes and repeat the mantra, yod and then breath, in the breath, wide breath, in the breath.
Okay, you slowly come out of meditation. Let's see something here. Okay. So what we're going to talk about today is is a little bit nuanced. Um, There's a headline, World Health Organization declares healthy children and teenagers don't need COVID vaccines. Now, if you have any kind of medical background and all the research has showed at 99.97% of the teenagers are pretty, unless there's some major disability, uh, you know, pre-existing conditions, uh, we're going to do just fine. Even if they got sick, they're going to do just fine. People do get sick. It does happen. You know, 60,000 people a year until the COVID come, came along, you know, 60,000 uh, died from the flu each year. You just didn't hear that in the news because they weren't trying to create a pandemic, a scaredemic. Okay? And that's about the average, fifty to 60,000. But what we're talking about is kids really, we knew were going to do well. But in the um, approach that they took uh, in places like New York, um, you know, all the kids got vaccinated. You couldn't really go to school, private school or public school. It's like, what are you doing? Now, I'm hoping that the kids' immune systems will give them some protection. The research is not um, showing real good. There's a definitely been an upsurge in teenagers dying of heart disease, boys and girls, and I'm talking about 14-year-olds, and, you know, it's... Uh, it, it it was an attack on the children. Okay, and and their focus is more the younger generation giving the uh, they're saying healthy children and teenagers, but we're still going to give it to two year olds or less. Right, there is no medical uh, acceptable logic to this. You can always make something logical. Sound logical, not logical. Um, how, what's going on? You, you know, we know these are very, uh, at this point, pretty dangerous, pretty deadly. And compromise your immune system, compromise your health for the rest of your life. That appears to be what's going on. It's, it's a rest of your life type thing. Now, we've, we have, I believe, some antidotes to a lot of this. Um, as I mentioned before, the Illumidine and the Rad Newt. So that takes us to the second article I want to talk about is the FDA confirms that graphene oxide is in the mRNA COVID vaccine and they have radioactive material in it called thulium. Now, a while ago when we first came out, with uh, Nona Crystal and myself first came out, with the protection, we had the aluminum, but we also had a thing called rad neutral because it was very obvious that r- there was radioactive materials 
in the bioweapon shot. Now they denied it. Now they are saying, yes, that is the case. There is radioactive materials in there. There's other radioactive materials in there, too. And so we gave an antidote for that. And I'm, I will tell you that if anyone's taken the bioweapon shot, the rad neutral can neutralize the radioactivity as early as 53 days. Uh, radioactivity inside the cell, outside the cell, and on the skin goes to zero. So we have ways to deal with it, which is, you know, what's a special part of the program here is, in, you know, on Lost Outs Radio, we're able to, to share and give you some ideas to prevent things. Um, I'm going to say one more thing before I invite Richard in. Um, most everyone has heard about ivermectin. Very few people, and Richard, you can correct me if I'm wrong, have heard that DARPA in 2015 said that ivermectin was the best treatment for viral infections and for creating a healthy immune regulation. The best treatment. What happened? Horse medicine? What, 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 what happened with the propaganda when DARPA itself came out and said unequivocally ivermectin is the best thing for all these kind of viral things and, and uh, influenza type things. So that's pretty interesting that uh, suddenly the story gets changed and this is, you know, no good and, you know, the whole medical establishment is no good. It's like, what, it was, all, it was good up to 2015 then suddenly it was no good after many, many, many years of research after, uh, in a sense, getting a Nobel Prize, being so effective. So we are being faced with some really upside-down things. Now, the graphene oxide, besides the radioactivity, the graphene oxide is a, uh, a communications template that, puts in, that, that grows inside us and also creates a lot of other difficulties, and also creates envelopes that can carry toxins into the cells. I'm not going to go into the details of that. Um, so it's something really toxic to us, and people denied it, but now the FDA has been forced to confirm it. Why? Not because they're good guys and let you know the truth. They were forced to publish it because the confidential Pfizer documents that were ordered to be released by U.S. federal court. And that's what we're looking at. So, Richard, come on in to our little story here. So, this is coming out, and the question is, why now? Because, obviously, a decision's been made to release this information, um, you know, and, and kind of backing out of the whole story that they sold to the public. So right. what do you think about that, Richard? Well, for one thing, it's, it's a partial admission, you know, and like you said, they're not doing it because they've suddenly become honest, even though there's a lot of honest people working for the CDC and the FDA and the other agencies, but they, if they want to keep their jobs, they can't say the truth. And when they say, well, 
healthy children don't need the COVID vaccine, I'm almost positive they say now. In other words, they leave it open to say, well, we knew they needed it before, but they don't need it anymore. Well, actually, let me correct myself, okay? Yes. What they're really saying is they don't need it, but we highly recommend you take it. Exactly. And so if they told the truth, they would say that no person of any age ever needed any vaccine. You know, and and the brainwashing is so powerful, so sophisticated and subtle, that even most of the doctors that have been brave enough to tell the truth about the COVID vaccine think all the others are great. And it's not because they thought about it. It's because they memorized it. And they still can't grasp the depth of the deception. And in medical school, when they had the drug reps come in and say safe and effective thousands of times that they could have been lying. It's really, you know, and most of the public is in the same boat as the medical students. They can't imagine that all these authorities we've been trained since childhood to revere and believe in, most of them didn't know they were lying. And lying it mean, in, implies in, intentional. You know, they've been memorizing things that weren't true. And it goes from one generation to another. But if they were going to come out in the FDA or anywhere else and tell the truth, they would say the only people who need vaccines are the same people that would need to be shot with an assault rifle. You know, they don't have very many benefits at all. I can't think of any. In fact, I can't think of any at all. And they have a lot of harm. And if you go to uh, the controlgroup.org, and there's some other sites now that are coming up that are as good. Um, they talk about before COVID vaccines, the incredible health damage being done by other vaccines. And most drugs are the same way. We've had, you know, one of our other guests, Dr. Labo, has been on, and she had a contact inside uh, some of the drug labs that were developing what they call candidate chemicals to become patented drugs. And this one guy that was retiring, a friend of hers, said, they never accepted any of my candidate chemicals, and I worked so hard to make sure they'd be as effective and safe as possible. And thank you, Doug. That that website is important. And the guy was told, are, are you some kind of complete idiot? You don't get your drugs accepted unless they have what's called, in polite language, a suitable side effect profile. And that means they have to hurt people more than they help even if it's not apparent right away, or else they don't get patented. And that's what we're dealing with. It's basically satanic, and the whole system needs to be redone. And it's good that they get forced to come out with a little bit of partial truth. But the basic uh, deception is still there, and that's what we're trying to change the whole mentality and consciousness to be a remedy for that. So sorry for the long response, but I think it's really important. Just to make a point, in my book, Conscious Parenting, I have 81 pages extremely well documented and footnoted, like over 900 footnotes, of explaining why all the uh, the bioweapon shots, don't call them vaccines, are not good for you. Right. Even the ones they call real vaccines. Now... I would just want to add that we are looking at an epidemic of hyperactivity and uh, autism 
Mm-hmm. It used to be like one in, well, one in 10,000, one in 15,000, then it's one in 150. Now for boys, it's one in 10. For girls, it's like one in 36. What I'm getting up to is these have been linked more and more, particularly the autism, to the bioweapon injections that are just standard. Okay, and that's really important to understand. But more important to understand is up until they started doing this in the 1990s, where you know where everybody was required, you didn't have the disability uh, that you have in young people today. Over 50% of the young people, and that's like into their teens that we can mark, have disability that we can link to the vaccine. There may be other reasons. We have all kinds of uh, toxins going on, but these are more, uh, you can market the disability, the learning disorders, the HDAD, you know, from the time they started doing these mass uh, uh, vaccinations. So it's quite traceable. And kids who are vaccinated have 8.8 times, and I explain this on my book, more allergies, asthma, uh, autoimmune disease than kids whose parents were smart enough not to get them vaccinated. So there's really clear results at this point of all these vaccination programs. Besides the fact that they don't really work long term, besides the fact that some of these, you know, and your fifties uh, and sixties have much higher rates of cancer if you receive those immunization those shots as a child. A lot of people don't know that either. So I'm just adding a few things like, whoa, and this is exposing a lot of that. I don't know uh, with children's health or Bobby Kennedy just exactly what they're putting out about these kind of things. I don't know if you do either. No, uh, a lot of it is uh, not a change in the outer happenings as much as a change in the media perspective. You know, in the 50s and 60s, certainly in the 50s, all of us were getting measles, mumps, and chickenpox. It was not a a epidemic or a pandemic or anything bad. We just all got it, and it was a something the body well, would. You would go to measles parties, so you would get it. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I have still a question for any doctors out there that have insight into what is the transmission vector, uh, because there's serious doubt whether viruses have anything to do with it at all. But there's definitely a way that we were all getting measles at the measles party. And it could have even been electromagnetic. I don't know, but it worked. And it wasn't a problem. And when they decided to make it a pandemic and a problem and the famous Disneyland incident happened, uh, it wasn't that many people. They got measles, which is not supposed to be a big deal at all. And a lot of the people that got the measles in uh, the Disneyland incident were vaccinated. So the vaccinations clearly did not prevent measles at all, in fact. Actually, just to correct that, the higher percentage of people who got it were people who were vaccinated. Yeah, yeah, the majority. You're right, you're right. So it's all brainwashing. And the awakening that Dr. Cousins is referring to is breaking the brainwashing, breaking all the ego attachment that we have that 
safe and effective or whatever that is for you that you memorize that you don't want to know the truth about. Look at yourself and drop those things so you can learn. You know, that's what we're trying to encourage. That's the, actually the main point. It isn't really about the FDA and graphene oxide or psyllium uh, in, in, in the you know, radioactive materials. It's really that we need to see that it's one big toxic. It's not just a lie. It's toxic. I mean, it hurts you. Right. And so we need to see that more and more that in almost every area that we're talking about, I guess the next thing will be the climate change. The yeah. truth is, from really good statistics, is it's gotten a little cooler. And it yeah. will get a little cooler uh, up to about uh, 2033. So, um, and, and, and we're not all knowing about nature. I mean, Mother Nature is conscious. That's a reality. It's an aspect of spirit. And that could change tomorrow. But, you know, people are all wrapped up in fighting about whether it's getting warmer or cooler. And it's just like fighting about everything else. It, it distracts us from anything we can do to stop the whole situation. And the reason it's important that Dr. Cousins brings up the climate change issue is not to say that the warming people or the cooling people are right, because it doesn't matter at all. Uh, it doesn't affect it. geoengineering needing to stop. It doesn't affect any of that stuff. But what it is important to is it could be used as a justification for the next lockdowns. Well, that's the plan. And the point is, whatever it is, it's not that major. And there are cycles of global warming and cooling for the last 650,000 years. There is nothing new here. The yeah, graphs are very clear. To catch the methane from the dinosaurs, we could have been saved from <laughs> So that's probably what's going on. They're taking natural things and they're amplifying them into disasters. Right. I mean, they're giving small rainstorms names now where I live. And we're getting emergency messages on the cell phone that say, run, evacuate, get away as fast as you can, drop everything you're doing. And it's just raining a little bit. So the main thing is fear. You know, their, their meditation, their anti-meditation is inject fear. And I think what we're trying to do with the world peace meditation is inject love and, and stillness, connection to God and sanity. Now that you brought it up, I'm just going to mention one of the main antidotes to this global brain fear panic contraction is creating a, a, an expanded global brain that's at peace. And so we have started, as you heard last week, the global world peace meditation, and it's going to happen 6.30 Israel time, but we can figure it out from there. Every Monday, 6.30 Israel time around the world. That, that time actually works for the, pretty much the whole Western world, actually, um, um, in terms of doing it for a half hour. And that is enough to literally change the, the world frequency from one of fear to one of peace. So right. we're excited about that. And this is for everybody. You don't have to agree with anything we say or have a certain religion or you don't have to believe in God. You don't have to believe in yourself. You don't have to do anything. You just be willing 
to do the work of taking the chaotic consciousness and bringing it back to connection with what's real, and you'll find out what that is when you do it. Nicely stated. That's good. So we do have an antidote. If enough people do it, and we're not talking super hundreds of thousands of people, 13,000 people, really 9,000 people, are willing to meditate and pray together to create a frequency of peace, that will change the global brain. Right. That's the that's the really important news here. Yeah, and this is as real as the physical chemtrail spraying. You know, yeah. a component of the atmosphere is energetic and very important. There's over 300 studies that show that this works. Yeah, it, it works to change the behavior of people who are definitely set on doing evil. Even they change. Yes. It needs to be taken further. Now, oh, the uh, typical question that comes up, Dr. Cousins, is why isn't this interfering with the free will of the criminals who want to kill us? Interesting. Yeah, I know. I thought um, it was reasonable. Well, well, because they still have the free will to do that, what we're doing is opening the options to elevate themselves. It's still their choice. But the option to support to elevate themselves. Now, let me give you an example. This is a true story. Uh, the late Shomo Karlbach would sometimes go into a prison. He would go into a lot of prisons and, and, and you know, support the prisoners. He'd sing songs and, and he'd hug everybody. Right. So afterwards, he was leaving and this really big prisoner comes chasing after him. People were like, uh-oh, trouble. And he said to Shlomo, he said, can I have another hug? <laughs> then he said, then he said, if I had received a hug like this as a child, I would not be in prison now. Right. That's what we're talking about. So what did Shlomo do? Did he interfere with his free will? No. He showed him a higher frequency and allowed him to experience it. That changed that guy's life. We know because he, you know, he got hugged, yeah. and that's that's the real answer. Is that this is people have choices. You know, some of the other prisoners didn't run after him, but this guy, I need another hug. If I had been hugged, I wouldn't be this violent criminal. So that's really the answer. We're exposing people to a higher frequency, and then they can make a choice of what they want to do. Right, giving them a better environment to make their choices in. Yes. That's good. I'm glad you brought that up. Well, before we stop, do you have any other questions to ask like that? That was a really good one. I think that applies everywhere because when you talk about criminals, people think about a carjacker, a murderer, a rapist, people like that. But we're in a situation now which is hard to grasp, and it's not to feel bad about it, but just to be strategically aware. The issue in the world is that almost all the power positions in government and corporations have been filled with people either of evil intent themselves or happy to follow the orders of those above them who do. And that's the situation. So making appointments and debating with them is probably not going to do anything good. 
I mean, it's been tried, and uh, even if you ever get to see one of those people there, their receptivity is not very high, to put it very politely and mildly. However, the system that Dr. Cousins is talking about, uh, there's no defense against it because it's not combative. It goes in like the ultimate Aikido type of uh, martial arts approach, and it just gives the nice energy, the, the hug, as he was saying, to the people who have given over to evil or who are following orders. And most of them are susceptible to reacting to that, just like the murderers did in the city experiment, where they don't know why, but they spontaneously start getting a different kind of emotional state. And that's what we want to encourage. It doesn't take debate. It doesn't take making an appointment. It doesn't take becoming visible. It doesn't even involve saying anything necessarily, but it changes the world. And it depends not only on the numbers, as uh, Gabriel was just mentioning, but on the focus. Because you get nine or 10,000 people who are scattered and just say they're meditating. I don't think that's going to do much. But if you get, if, even if you can't reach the minimum numbers and you get people who are willing to drop all the ego junk that we've been programmed with, let go of the fear, and by the way, just fully learning how to relax gets rid of almost all the fear by itself. Doing that and letting the reality flow in, even if we don't reach the numbers, that has a massive effect and it snowballs. So everybody who wants to put in the work is invited and it's not stressful, hard work. It's the work of being willing to let go and invite the real presence of what people call God in, which is there whether you believe in anything or not and allow it to show itself and uh, see what it can do. That's all it's about. Well stated. And the one thing I want to add is a lot of people say, what can I do? You know, it's like hopeless. No, yeah. we have the power to change the situation. That's incredibly good news. They want us to believe it's hopeless. Right. It's not true. So what this is doing is giving a real option in a uh, in a in a bigger picture to literally wake up and change the world, which is already happening. So I bless everybody that we stay open to change. We do the best we can to avoid polarity, which is called divide and conquer, and understand we really are one, and we will uh, develop a higher consciousness that's going to wake up and elevate the whole world. Amen. Thank you, Dr. Cousins. Beautiful message. And all people have to do now is take that, incorporate it, and let it flow in. Test it. If you're not sure if it's real, find out by letting go and inviting it in. And I'm going to be doing the same thing. I was at the first meditation group, and we'll do it after that. And in... uh, Planetary Healing Club, we're going to be doing something that supports it as well. That's a live meeting if you want to be involved with us in that. PlanetaryHealingClub.com meets every Saturday night, U.S. time. But if you can make the live meetings, the members get links to the recorded version anyway. And uh, there is money involved, $25 a month in that group, but it helps us keep our work going. And it's greatly appreciated. But what I decided to do in addition... Um, 
for the people who don't want to be involved in anything with money or don't really feel like or are able to financially support us. I want to start giving you uh, insights from what we're doing in the group and just stay in touch with you more than once a week. So Doug helped me put a substack together. I didn't know anything about using those before. And the first uh, message has gone out to everybody on the email list that we've been accumulating for a long time. If you want to be on that list, best way to do it is like the page that you would get into uh, Planetary Healing Club on is planetaryhealingclub.com. You don't have to sign up for that if you don't want to. Just go uh, to the right of it and you'll see a green button that says join email list. It doesn't cost any money at all. And if you get on that, I'll send you the personal Substack messages. And I got one. I'm probably going to do them by video, it turns out, because my time is so overwhelmed right now and it's faster. I can get a lot more out in a short time by putting it on video. So I've got one of those ready to send out today. It'll probably go out during the day today. If you want to get it and you're not on the list, go to that planetaryhealingclub.com and then whether or not you get into the club, go to the right and and check, uh, click on get on the email list and you'll get the message that I'm going to send out today and after that as often as possible. But the main point is that who you are, as Dr. Cousins was saying, is something incredible. It's not the programming that you're helpless, you're meaningless, you're garbage, and the global rulers have to run your life because you'll never know what to do for it. Um, that's not true. You're incredible, and you're the main thing that could change the entire world situation, even though it hasn't been done on a full scale in any time in history up to now. We should use the time now to see what we can do, and I think we can still do that. We're still here. The, our rulers haven't succeeded in creating nuclear war. They haven't crashed all the finances yet. They haven't taken all the food away. They intend to, but they haven't done it yet. So in the meantime, while we're doing all of the important physical level actions and programs and movements and family interactions and relationships that you've got going on that are really important in work and every other way. Your internal work is what gives power to everything that you're doing on the outside. So just like the meditation that Gabriel has put together for once a week, half an hour, which is fantastic, you've got 23 and a half other hours. And the important news to understand, if you grasp it, is that you're meditating the entire 24 hours, but what are you meditating on? And most of us are sending out energy of scatteredness, of fear, of worry, of who you think is terrible and condemnation of others, which always goes with condemnation unconsciously of yourself, and you don't want it. It's not helpful. Those other 23 and a half hours, we're going to talk about how to bring them into harmony with the half hour that's focused. And that's that could make the first change on this massive scale we're talking about that we've seen so far. Anyway, you're invited on whatever level. You're important. The time that you've got right now is priceless. We don't know how much of it we've got in this chapter, but we've got the present. So use it well. And we'll uh, look for you at Planetary Healing Club and next Sunday at the meditation, worldpeacemeditation.net. And uh, check out the other programs at drcousins.com and treeoflife.nu.co.
is I think, yeah, just like that's pretty good. We do have a spiritual fast coming up in about two and a half weeks, about two weeks. Okay, yeah, those are very useful. The whole subject of fasting is incredible, and at some point we'll go into that in more detail as well. But if you want to suggest topics that we get into on the new Substack, write to me, Richard at lostartsradio.com, and put in the subject line topic, and I'll look at all of those, and we'll get as much into the Substack personal messages as possible. So value your time, value yourself, connect to where you came from and who you really are, and things can turn around in amazing ways. So thanks for being here, and we'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you, Richard. Thank you, Doug. And bless everyone who's listening. Amen to that. Amen.